2: it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked
0: Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9.
2: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael
0: Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here
1: we go! Hello and welcome to the Ben Maller Show podcast as we are just beginning four hours of podcast goodness. and i gonna tell you what's coming up here in hour number one. And we're off to the races. But don't forget, big weekend. Thanksgiving is next week, the weekend before Thanksgiving. And there's some really good stuff on television this weekend. I recommend, and I don't know why, I like this show. It's called Benny versus the Penny. Pretty good show. It's on regional cable television. Look your look up your local cable television listings. It's called Benny versus the Penny, and it's distributed by NBC. But you'll check that out. I hope you'll watch that. Would. Mean a lot to me. I'd like to have that show back for another year. And if you watch, that will help. Uh, We also have a podcast that would also help if you listen to that. The Fifth Hour Podcast with me and Danny G as we break it all down. The Life and Times and the Malheur Militia. Behind-the-scenes stories never before told. It's not really a sporty show, but we just have a good time. We hang out, talk about life and all of that. And we'll have a brand spankin' new. We'll do a little salsa dance, a little salsa dance for you, a little Latin dance on the fifth hour today. But here in hour one, it's all about that Thursday night NFL game as the Ravens get an easy win. But the story is in the injury tent. Where is the Maller worry O'Meter for Joe Burrow's wrist? Burrow out in the second quarter, wrist injury. What kind of punishment are the Bengals going to get for hiding the Joe Burrow injury? And can you put into words how big a loss tight end Mark Andrews is going to be for the Ravens? We'll talk about all that and more right now. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. But we got three other hours to go. Here it is, hour number one. It is panic at the Joe Burrow. Well. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air, everywhere together, as this show spells relief coast to coast, border to border, and beyond. On the vast and deafening, powerful microphones of FSR, emanating live from the Iron. The gridiron of the overnight. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way Tire Buying should be in our lead coming from the Charm City, the Ravens hosting the Bengals in a made-for-TV mashup with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet hanging out there. I don't know if you watched this game, the Thursday night special. Maybe not. Lamar Jackson played pretty well. He had over 300 yards. He was also pretty lucky on some of those passes uh, and certainly had the officials in his back pocket. But a couple of touchdowns. The Ravens serve, shall we say, poetic justice to the Bengals, 34-20 to 20 in a game that was not that close in Maryland. Now, Baltimore improves to 8-3. and three. They're currently the number two seed in the American Football Conference, bird-dogging the Chiefs, who close out Week 11 as they take on the Eagles in the Monday night game. Cincinnati, they are now 4-5, and five, but the better story is in the losing locker room, or should we say, should we say the losing injury tent? Because that's where you will find Joe Burrow. Yeah, this is the story of the night. The Bengals quarterback, the early report, the sprained right wrist, sprained right wrist. The injury forced him out of the game and expected to be out for an extended period of time. Burrow uh, hurting his wrist probably several days ago. But in this game, he exited in the second quarter right after throwing a touchdown pass to Joe Mixon. that gave the Bengals the lead 10-7. to 7. Now, once I saw Joe Burrow go into the injury tent, I said, that's it. I'm done. My bet is over. I had no chance. No chance. All right, so the Ravens win. Uh, they, they really, they were given the game once, uh, once Burrow got hurt. So let us discuss the question. Where is the Maller worry-o-meter for Joe Burrow's wrist? So on the Maller worry o-meter 1 to 10 this is a 9.0 9.0 on the Maller worry o-meter I've got Lizzo piñatas and a T-Rex stuffed animal and we'll combine all of these things together and we're going to get you some anxiety meds if you like the Bengals or you happen to have Joe Burrow as your fantasy quarterback So, A, we're we're at a solid nine because even if this is not a season-ending injury, the the, the Burrow injury, they have no margin for error, right? Even if Burrow can come back this season, if he's missing multiple games and they were to lose those games, that's all she wrote. As of now, the Bengals' playoff hopes are on life support. When you look at their record against AFC opponents, they're just a 500 team. You are what your record says you are. They have a faint pulse. But it's, if Burrow's playing, that's a little more than a faint pulse because Burrow's uh, capable of going on a Burrow burner. There's no such thing as momentum, but he can play consistently well for a period of time. And Lizzo, of all people, has entered the chat. She's warming up her vocal cords right now, and she's looking at the song sheet, and the song sheet there says, Turn out the lights. The party's over. Back up Jake Browning for Cincinnati. Now, that is actually Yiddish. Browning is Yiddish for can't play. Uh, he looks like your standard ham and egger. Mix, all Whoever your, your definition of a bad quarterback is, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, none of these guys can play. Uh, he's a Jag. But not a Jacksonville Jag, just a, just a guy. Just a guy. Now, to answer the question, why did the Bengals have no other options? Right? Why, why do they not have a better backup quarterback on the roster? Well, the simple answer is they cost money to, to pay a backup quarterback. The, the Bengals are notorious fru, notoriously frugal. But also, I always go back in these situations to the, the great Tom Moore uh, was with the Indianapolis Colts for a long time, been around the NFL as an offensive coordinator. I think he's mostly retired. He's a consultant these days. But he was asked a question uh, years ago about Peyton Manning. And I'm going I'm to parrot his response. I'm going to change it up for the modern story that we're talking about. But the, the question would be, why do backups not get more reps, right? Does a guy like Jake Browning not get more opportunity in practice? And a, a guy like Tom Moore would say, fellas, if number nine goes down, we're porked. And we don't practice porked. I'd like to alert all the affiliates. That was a radio edit. He used a different word than pork. I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up. But the Bengals would be bacon. Bengal bacon. And I'll bet you someplace at a hotel in Los Angeles, Carson Wentz is whimpering, wishing if I'd only waited, if I'd only waited another couple of weeks, I would have gone to Cincinnati. But no. Uh, No, I was stuck with the Rams. All right, turning the page. So pundits are already speculating that the Bengals are in deep doo-doo, that they're going to get essentially court-martialed by the NFL because of Joe Burrow's injury. Now, why is that? Some video was bouncing around the echo chamber of social media. It has been deleted. It was deleted shortly after it was posted. Uh, The posting by the Cincinnati football team on social media is uh, getting some into a lather. You see, if you, haven't, if you haven't seen this, in the clip, for our blind listeners, in the clip, Joe Burrow can be seen getting off the Bengals team bus. Well, who cares about that, right? I mean, I've gotten off a bus. I'm sure you've probably gotten off a bus at some point in your life. Uh, but he was wearing some kind of brace or protective sleeve, uh, something, on his right hand. And in the week leading up to this game, Burrow, let me let me check the Bengal injury report, and uh, we'll go page down. Uh, page, no, no, Joe Burrow not on the Bengals injury report. What? Whoa. Now, the NFL, uh, they claim they have no room, no room for this kind of nonsense, these kind of shenanigans. They take these injuries very seriously. So the question, what kind of punishment are the Bengals going to get for circumventing the NFL injury list and hiding the Burrow injury. Uh, So Cincinnati, here's what's going to happen. For their coaching staff, the front office, they will be human piñatas. Human piñatas, that's public shaming. The cover-up is worse than the crime. If only Joe Burrow had stayed healthy, nobody would have known about this. But the NFL is a conduit to gambling. Right. They're a pipeline to gambling. That is the financial bonanza for the NFL. You can't watch an NFL game. And I love gambling. Listen, I do a gambling show on television on the weekends. I love gambling. But like every other commercial is gambling, gambling, gambling. So expect the Bengals to be fined, and Zach Taylor will also be fined. This happened a few years ago. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, not exactly the same, but Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback at the time, and he didn't show up in the injury report, but he was hurt, and, and so the NFL dinged the Steelers. Now, it's a little different because gambling is much more prevalent now than it was four years ago. However, the uh, Bengals are not a regular in this world, um, so it's not like they have a track record. They're not like Draymond Green uh, where they've got a lot of recidivism. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say that they're going to get a fine, and that's it. Now, the last word here, let's go to the winning locker room, the game itself, not really a good talker, because once Joe Burrow got hurt, the the Ravens, they were given the game. Here you go. Take it. Uh, But there is a big storyline with Baltimore. Tight end Mark Andrews. His season, kaput, bupkis, over, finito, gunskies for Mark Andrews. He suffered a left ankle injury on the opening drive. John Harbaugh. Announcing after the game uh, that uh, this is a big deal and season ender, season ender against Harbaugh, uh, season ender for Andrews, according to Harbaugh. So put into words how big a loss Mark Andrews is for the Ravens, who are cooking right now at eight and three. So the way I would describe it, it's like flashing back to when you were six years old and you went on a like a road trip with the family and you were on a on a jet blue plane and you left your favorite t rex stuffed animal on the plane and you were you were really upset this is a devastation situation the reason it's a devastation situation is because mark andrews is lamar jackson's safety blanket it's it, he's his blanket, right when in doubt throw the ball out to mark andrews the numbers are redonkulous uh, with these two. Andrews gets over 30% of all the targets. He's the top pass catcher in every category from Lamar Jackson since they both came into the NFL. And the the name that will pop up, and we'll we'll throw it out right now, right? We'll try to get ahead of the the mainstream. Now, the Ravens could look for a diamond in the rough, but The obvious connection here is Rob Gronkowski. Will the Ravens be able to convince Rob Gronkowski to come back? Developing hot, dot, dot, dot. Now, Gronkowski will likely flirt with the Ravens. He likes to do that. But ultimately, uh, I've looked at him, and he's a little little thin. A little thin. Got to fatten him up. I don't think he's anywhere close to being able to play. Even if he wanted to come back, I don't think he'd be making much of an impact based on what I've seen of his podcast shenanigans and whatnot. Uh, But this, this, actually, I'm going to be Benny Brightside here for a second. I want to be Benny Brightside for the Ravens. Because there is a dimension in the Twilight Zone where this ends up a blessing. And let me tell you why. Because Lamar Jackson is going to have to get over his crutch, or the Ravens are on a kamikaze mission here. It's not going to work. Lamar's had a blind spot. Right? He, he doesn't trust his receivers. Maybe his receivers blow. I don't know. But he, he's so dependent on throwing to Mark Andrews that it becomes a net negative. When you play the Ravens, you know where the ball's going to go, and he doesn't really spread it around. So in that dimension, in the twilight zone, Lamar is going to have to share the sugar. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. That's a, that's a positive thing if you're going to do the waltz, the playoff waltz, and get to Vegas for the Super Bowl. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to comment on any of this nonsense, you are more than welcome. It is our Friday Fun Zone, and we are open. Speak easy rules are in effect. But pl- I beg of you, please, we need some new people to call. Now, I, I, my whole plan was I would get new people to call. It hasn't quite worked out. We had a lot of the you know the regulars this week, but we're, we're not doing a newbie night right now. But please give us a buzz. We'd love to hear new voices. It'd be, be absolutely wonderful. Be just great. It'd be part of the program. Also on X at Ben Maller. If you're with us for the full journey, the comedy club will open up in hour three. We'll have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week at the Coop Scoop on entertainment, sports, Jeopardy will be on later. Maller to the third degree, but straight ahead just. How long will Joe Burrow be out? Dr. Maller is about to pop up on your radio. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
5: app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on comeback stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
7: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Join the curious world of Ben Maller Show online. It is pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on X or Twitter, whatever you'd like to call it. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I have pooped the bed. And live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
1: Big story, Joe Burrow injured. How bad is it? And that's the, the headline there. Burrow with Mark Andrews of the Ravens also knocked out for Baltimore. And we are reacting. I'll give you the alleged timeline on Joe Burrow coming up in a minute. Ferg Dog writes and says, Joe Burrow or no Burrow, the bugles are done. Turn off the lights. The party's over. I see no path for them to get the electoral votes needed to make the playoffs. That is unfortunate. Euphemia in Chicago says, Maller A+. And a rotting bangle carcass on the malar monologue. As soon as Browning reached for a football, I turned off Amazon. <laughs> Elite quarterbacks seem to have the crappiest backups. Does the starting quarterback need to back up the backup to suck that bad to feel better about himself? So my first thought on that, Yefimy, is that was the, the the rumor about Tom Brady. Like Brady didn't want anyone to threaten him. And he always had bad backups. And the one time he had a decent backup, Jimmy Garoppolo, there was that famous story that he wanted Garoppolo traded, that he went to Robert Kraft because he was uncomfortable. Garoppolo was, like, threatening him, even though at the time Brady had won multiple Super Bowls. Uh, I think he had won almost all of them except for two uh, at that point. Uh, But, but yeah, it's like it just blows me away. Like, I understand you're not paying a guy a ton of money. But I don't base results off just money. It's like they don't even bother coaching the backups. And as I said, the the line from Tom Moore, right? We don't practice. We're porked if we have to play our backup. We don't practice getting porked. So why bother? Late night drug tester says, So Dr. Maller, will you be giving medical advice tonight in addition to giving a diagnosis of the Joe Burrow injury? Well, stay tuned. We get later and later in the night you never know. You never quite know what's going to happen. Inca Terror writes in, says, 50-50 on the Mallon monologue, a scale inflated in honor of Lizzo. Uh, Benny, did you uh, leave a stuffed T-Rex on a plane when you were little? It sounded like you were speaking from a traumatic experience. Well, we all make mistakes at one point or another, Inca, and when something is gone, It is gone, 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 gone. Listener Mason in SoCal in Huntington Beach, beautiful place, says, hey, Ben, how about a uh, half hour ago I was at a grocery store and there was a guy there wearing a Lizzo T-shirt. And I thought, oh, yeah, lame jokes are later on. True story. Yeah, well, it is a true story. And I I assume, I don't know, I wasn't there. I didn't see what you saw, Listener Mason. However." Uh, it, lame jokes are later, and as you know, Tunnel Lizzo jokes. Right, it's, that's a, a serendipitous situation, is what that is. Listener David writes in. He's in Ohio, but he loves the Pittsburgh Steelers. He says, "Holy hide, my injury, Batman! How the mighty continue to fall, Ben Watson, Andrews, Burrow, and almost Lamar. At this rate, all the Steelers have to do is stay healthier." Than every other divisional opponent. And uh, now, what do you think about Pittsburgh's playoff hopes? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Are you a believer now, Eddie? Well, listen, the, the, uh, the Steelers, if they don't beat the Cleveland Browns with that Turdburger playing quarterback for Cleveland, come on, they'll win that game. So they'll get to 7 and 3. And then the week after, in week 12, it looks like they'll be playing Jake Browning. And the Bengals, so <laughs> that's that's a win. So that gets you to eight wins. So then you're sitting there at eight and three, and then you've got the Cardinals and Patriots and Colts after that. There is a, <laughs> scenario, a scenario here. It's like the parting of the Red Sea for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my God, are they going to end up 11 and three? And Probably a, not. They'll lose, they'll lose one of those games. They'll, they'll yeah. lose one they'll of those games. They'll stub their but, toe on one of those. But, Eddie, you'd admit, these games are all, I mean, these are oh, winnable yeah. games for the Steelers. <laughs> Holy all right. crap. Let's do the Pittsburgh poke, <laughs> I mean, everybody. Everyone's a Woo-hoo! yinzer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yoy and double yoy. Oy. Yoy. Get my terrible towel out, Eddie. Man. So the Steelers have won two in a row. Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, straight ahead, and then the Bengals again. And who knows what's going on with Burrow. Well, I know because I am Dr. Mount. Am I an actual doctor? No, but I can play one on the radio. Are you more of a doctor than Doc Mike? Yes. Yes. I've never told anyone to drink their urine, so I've never done that. Surely? Anyway, listen. Uh, Not a doctor, but I do play one on the radio. So they said Joe Burrow sprained his wrist. So there are three possible timelines, it it all depends on the grade. Like when you wanted to get into a certain college, if you were worried about going to college, it depends on your grade. So this depends on the grade. So grade one is the top scenario for Cincinnati. Grade two, that's a more moderate situation. And grade three, uh, that is bye-bye, see you later. Uh, That would be grade three. So grade three means you're out minimum three months. You can do the math. We're in mid-November, so that takes you through December, January, the playoffs, not that the Bengals will be in the playoffs. So if it's grade three, it's over. They're not saying it's grade three, so that means it's either grade two or grade one. Now, what, what does that mean? So the the more moderate situation, grade two, is a six- to 12-week injury. Six- to 12-week injury. That would also eliminate The Bengals, they're not winning more than maybe one game with Jake Browning. So if it's a grade two, they're done. And even if it's a grade one, depending on how bad it is, because a grade one sprain uh, is anywhere between, it's a mild sprain, anywhere between one to six weeks. But let's say it's a little more than just a mild one because he clearly had a, Burrow had a brace on when he was getting off the Bengal bus in Baltimore. So let's say that's a 3 week injury. Is that fair? Am I being fair? I think I'm being fair. 3 weeks. So he's going to miss the next 3 games for the Bengals. Okay. So let's look at that. So that they play the next 3 games are the Steelers, the Jags and the Colts. So you figure they'll lose the first two and then maybe maybe the Colts put Jake Browning, eh? So those are the next three, and if they lose all three of them, they're done. Even if they lose two of three, they're likely done because the Bengals are five and five right now. And if they lose two of the next three, let's say they get that they get that win, they're six and you know, six and seven. The most they can get is ten and seven, but they also later on they have to play Kansas City, and they also have to play the the, the Vikings with the great Joshua Dobbs and the Steelers again. So. It ain't looking good, at least for the postseason. But at least the Bengals will get another shiny draft pick. If You're into that kind of thing. Yay. So Dr. Maller has checked in. I am, by the powers invested in me, with the microphone and the headset that I'm wearing, very powerful tools of ignorance. Grade one sprain. I am diagnosing right now. Alert all the affiliates. Burrow, three-week injury. Three-week uh, injury. Yep, grade Ah. one, grade one, three-week injury. The Bengals are porked. They're done.
5: Be
4: sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
7: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court, and what's next. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Remember when MLB stripped the 2021 All-Star Game from Atlanta because of objections yes. over the Georgia racist in law?
1: Georgia? They told us baseball, all you people in Georgia what? are racist. Well. Yes, uh, Major League Baseball evil people announced in, in, in the dirty South the 2025 All-Star Game will be in Atlanta. Oh, is that right? Now, did they change any of those laws baseball was upset with? Rancid. Well, I was
8: wondering about that myself. So, now, the uh, no, the answer is no. I looked uh, into it, no, and so... uh, the answer is no. Yeah. So uh, guess... Georgia Governor Brian Kemp said, quote, Georgia's voting laws haven't changed, but it's good to see that Major League Baseball's misguided <laughs> understanding of them has. We look forward to welcoming the All-Star Game back to
1: Georgia. All right, so this is an admission... By Major League Baseball, that they effed up by getting political. And it was, we said it at the time, how stupid it was. Rob Manford, a clown commissioner. And at least they are realizing that they made a mistake and they're going back. Not that I give a rat's ass about the All-Star game. No, not really. No interest in that. Amusing
8: amusing story, I thought. I don't give a rat's ass.
1: I have heard, though, that the ballpark in Atlanta, even though it's out in the suburbs, my friends that have traveled on the MLB circuit say it's a beautiful complex they have there, and they've done a really nice job with that. They'll want a
8: new stadium in like 10 years, though. Of course.
1: That's what they do in Atlanta. Then the Falcon Stadium was 20 years old. They had to tear that down. The Brave Stadium wasn't that old. Wasn't that built for the Olympics, the old I believe stadium? it was, yes. I believe so. In the so. Ni- mid-'90s, yeah. they had to tear that down. It's fascinating. You look at these soccer stadiums in Europe that have been built in the you know, early 1900s, some of them in the 1800s, and they're still playing in them. But uh, here, 20, 25 years, uh, tear it down. When are they going to tear down that place that used to be called Staples Center in L.A.? They got to tear that thing down. The Skid Row no, they're, they're, upgrading they're upgrading it. They're upgrading They're yeah. upgrading? How are they upgrading it? What, what are they doing?
8: Uh, just doing all kinds of, uh, yeah, improvements. What? Yeah, what they, what they, oh, they put in big screen, big scoreboards, big and, scoreboards. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. All right, oh, there you go. It is the Ben Maller Show as we roll on, and we thank you for. Hanging out with us. We know you got options, not particularly great ones, but we're glad you've chosen this show and try the podcast. If you miss any of the overnight, most people do not listen for the whole show. Why would you? you got a life, but you can always catch up on it, and it's on demand. The podcast on demand, the Ben Maller Show podcast, and the spinoff Fifth Hour podcast, which will be available this weekend via wherever you get podcasts, where you find the Ben Maller Show podcast, you can get the Fifth Hour podcast, which is only a podcast, not broadcast on – commercial radio it's only on the podcast format this portion of the show brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com zach taylor is the head coach of the cincinnati football team we have a little taste of we're going to play this because we have it. I, I, I don't know if I could tell you Zach Taylor's voice. I could tell you who Inca Terra's voice is or some of these other guys that call the show all the time, like Dad Gummit, But I don't know that I could tell you Zach Taylor's voice. But anyway, here's Zach Taylor, who's apparently the head coach of the Cincinnati football team. Do you think he is, A, excited by the way the Bengals played and the way the night went, B, discouraged, or C, no comment? Let's find out. I know we're disappointed with the loss, oh, but I'm not discouraged
8: about where the season's headed after this not game. Not discouraged? So, um, Why not? These guys are going to stick together. We're going we're to take the long weekend here and regroup and, and uh, get ready for Pittsburgh next week. Don't get it twisted on what kind of team we have. We got a chance to regroup, and all the things that we really wanted to do are still in front of us. And so um, we're going to have opportunities to do that. We control our own destiny at this point You know, by just winning these, these games that are in front of us, starting with Pittsburgh. And I know our guys are going to be fired up in the right mindset to be able to do that.
1: How do they control their own destiny? That's a lie. He just lied. He lied. That is a lie. They do not control their own destiny. Liar, 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 liar. Pants on fire. You're a liar. The great Jake Brown. You know where Jake Browning went to college, Eddie? I honestly don't. He went to Washington. What? I had to look it up, though. I had to look it up.
8: I What's Now on? that you mention it, I do, I do remember that now, yeah.
1: But he wasn't considered an NFL prospect. You know how I know that? He played all four years as a starting quarterback at Washington. So normally, if you're worthy of the NFL, you don't go all, all four years. Just kind of Go a little slow there and uh, knock it out. So it's all fake. I know uh, we have not mentioned this story in a while. The ratings have gone down. The podcast downloads have gone down. So we need to try to artificially enhance all of that. A uh, TikToker is claiming that the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift relationship is essentially performance art; that it is fake. it's it's all for for the cameras, which doesn't quite. I I, I understand that the conspiracy. I lo- I do love conspiracies. You know the, the flat earthers. Really, the hollow earthers are my people because we, we Kyrie Irving was with the Celtics and talked about his love of the flat earth. And we did shows on that. And I've talked about this from time to time. But the hollow earth, one of the hollow earth society groups, one of their members. Keeps sending me propaganda about the hollow earth and there's like little goblins living in the middle of the earth. And I think that would be great. I'd like huh? to meet them. So if anybody knows how I can go down to the middle of the earth and meet the goblins, I would love to do that. I think it would be fun. Maybe we'd be friends. Uh, that'd be cool. Maybe they're the original leprechauns. I don't know. Uh, the sure. Moon, the moon landing thing, I don't know. I, mean, I kind of think that actually happened. Uh, anyway, whatever. But th- this newest conspiracy, uh, and I'm not on the TikTok world, uh, but a lot of doubts. Very high-profile TikToker uh, claiming uh, that it's all, uh, all bogus, all bogus and uh, questioning the behavior. Of, of, of both parties there now, all not just uh, some random TikTok. I wouldn't know who this person is even if I, I named them. I don't know who these people are on TikTok, but I do know who Skip Bayless is. He's kind of a big deal. He makes a lot of money, he's got a lot of lot of power. He sits on the bully pulpit, the king of Fox Sports, Skip Bayless. So Skip Bayless essentially any, any he's essentially issuing issuing a warning to. Travis Kelsey, he said that he does not trust Taylor Swift. And if there's one person you need to give approval if you're dating someone, it's television Skip Bayless. That's the person that you need approval from. But Skip, still giving the hot takes out, says that Taylor Swift comes off as stagey and fake. Hmm. Stagey and fake okay well if this is all for show, I hope that Kelsey is getting a lot of money out of this to have to fly to Argentina on your week off and pretend like you're into a relationship with a woman you're not really that into uh, that that would be that would be something I mean I hope you pay a lot of money but, uh, they're going for it. They're absolutely going for it. I know the NFL marketing people are going for it as well. We have the NFL Pick'Em. We'll get to that coming up. Here's the Who Am I game. And Since I occasionally dabble in the gambling world, got the TV show coming up later today, Benny versus the Penny, I'll give you a gambling-themed Who Am I game. So 115 NFL head coaches have had 50 or more career games under their belt since 1990, so that's the last generation. A over a generation. So since 1990, right, since 1990. So 115 NFL coaches have had 50 or more games under their belt coaching since 1990. I am the coach who has the top against the spread winning percentage of all of them. So for the gambler, I have the top winning percentage. Who am I? That is the question, the answer. And the NFL pickup. We'll get to it and we will do it next fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio radio app search
4: fsr to listen live
8: if you listen for five good minutes you know the ben Mallor show is not for the squeamish or the faint of heart you're invited to join our secret society online you'll get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on facebook it's just a few clicks away just like our page go to facebook.com slash ben Mallor show and now live from the TireRack.com
1: Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we are going to have, coming up here momentarily, the NFL Pick'em. The only Pick'em we do until baseball season because of a kerfluffle on the show. The Koopa Loop upset that we are not doing the pro bouncy ball Pick'em, the NBA Pick'em. And saying that he will not do the hockey without the basketball, and Eddie's saying that's fine, willing to give up hockey to prevent the show from having pro-bouncy ball pickup. So that's what we it. are. Cannot do it. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. Not going to be a party to it. No, no, no. The Who Am I game changed it up a little bit, gambling-related. 115 NFL head coaches over the years have had 50 or more games experience. This goes back to 1990, so this is the last generation-plus. Of those 50-plus or 115 coaches who have had 50-plus games, I am the head coach who has the top winning percentage against the spread. Who am I? That is the question brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's see. Does anyone in the Mallard Militia... Happened to know the answer. Go a page down. Patches O'Hallahan from Cowboy Killer. A great characters in cinema. Bud Kilmer from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Jolton Joe DiMaggio, the great Oakland A. Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Uh, who else? Uh, sacred Norvell Turner from Double O Mexican. Page down, Uh, we'll skip over that. Bum Phillips from David in Ohio. The big tuna, Bill Parcells, guessed by the Palm Desert Rat. Coach Klein from Don Juan. That is uh, his answer. Former Bengals backup, Jordan Palmer, tossed out by Bay City Tony. My Rooster from Scott. Uh, Very nice there. Matt, the Warrior Raider fan says Mike Silver's main squeeze, Hugh Jackson is the the answer. Big Rig Rob, a chief fan till the casket drops, uh, says MTV original VJ, Kurt Loader, is the answer. David Shula from Sean in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, Rory's going with Mike Sherman as uh, his answer. Uh, Jimmy McGintney from the KC Car Hauler. Wally Zerbiak, tossed out by Rob in Minnesota. Former Fox Sports Radio personality Jim Mora, Playoffs uh, from Chris in Des Moines. Uh, that is his answer. Bobby Hurley from Masshole, Mickey. I like the name uh, Homer Simpson from Easy E. And we can go on. There's a bunch of these. Matt from Flint went. Bobby Ross. That was his answer. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Please, I need an answer. It's very important.
8: Yes, I believe it is Oil Andrew Bum Phillips Jr. The
1: great Love Me Blue Bum Phillips. Is it Bum Phillips? Wrong. No, it's wrong. The correct answer. The man with the top winning percentage among all NFL coaches since 1990, minimum 50 games, Motor City Dan. Dan Campbell He's 34-21 and 21 against the spread as Lions coach. That's a 61% winning percentage, a 618 wow. on the winning percentage. For Dan Campbell, which all but guarantees the Bears will cover against the Lions this weekend because that stat is now out, which means the jinx is on. So we must move on and get to the NFL. Pick em. Who's the smartest, most savvy NFL person in the room? Ah, that would be me. <laughs> that would be me. Uh, ben. Uh, How are do you am, doing against the Penny? Uh, I, uh, listen, I three good weeks in a row, Eddie. Three good weeks in a row. You'll we'll find out. The show will be airing later today. Uh, check your local TV listings. I'm going to take my first pick. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Sam. Terrible pick. It's a great pick. There will be no jinx.
3: Well, I went heavy on these Lions for my picks. Uh, I'll take Jared Goff. Wow. Yeah. Well, Eddie. watch.
8: Eddie. Oh, let's go Christian McCaffrey. Ah. Loop.
1: I'll go Tyreek Hill. All right. One more. And CeeDee Lamb. All right. Eddie. Travis Kelsey. Sam? David Montgomery. All right, I'll take A.J. Brown and uh, give me George Kittle. George Kittle. He had a good so week last week. Uh, what about you, Sam? Back to you we go. I will take Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, we got him and Coop the back. Or Eddie, rather. Eddie. Uh, let's go C.J. Stroud. All what right. the? Eddie. F- Coop, Coop, hurry up. Coop, right. Hurry What's up. Matter, Coop? Back to uh, back.
0: Justin Herbert.
1: One more. One more. One more. Um. You always kill us. Derrick Henry, you, just you kill us. us. You Stephon just ruined Diggs. us. Stephon uh, Diggs. You just ruined Stephon it. Collins, Sam Laporta. Uh, Puka Nakua, Austin Eckler. We got him in. We got it in. We got it in, boys. Good job.
2: it gives me a lot of
0: hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9.
2: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura
0: Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.